Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where we are all bionic men. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. We're in the 70s, guys. It's the 70s. It's the 70s, but also being bionic men, like my robot leg itches a lot. And I don't know why, because it's made of steel. You should probably yeah. see a doctor or like a super or scientist. Or a mechanic. Yeah, a mechanic. Yes. I know, I know a really good guy. I'll have him check it out. Um, and hopefully the laser doesn't go off and kill him. <laughs> mm. Well, you got to stay out of the blast radius. Mm. So is my bionic arm okay if, you know, twice a day it just randomly starts spazzing out and hitting whatever is in range? I would have that checked out as well, if for no reason mm. other than I think you're going to destroy a lot of your stuff. That's true. Like, how much have you destroyed so far? I've destroyed three human beings, so Ooh. probably should have gotten Ooh. it checked out. Yeah, Harrison, ago. that's murder. Yeah. yeah. Or, or it maybe right manslaughter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he didn't ask for the arm to start spazzing out. I will say Man with a Bionic Arm on the Run is definitely a TV show from the 70s. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> just a disembodied bionic arm just on the run. <laughs> I said a man with a bionic arm, oh. but I think you may oh, have to. I like, no, I like your pitch better that Harrison is a fully normal human man, but he also just has a bionic arm separate that he's like carrying around in a duffel bag. Yeah, the, the bionic <laughs> arm has like a personality of its own. You it's know, it's like Harrison's, kid. you know, it's like a whole thing where like Harrison's very afraid to ask a girl out on a date and the bionic arm like <laughs> slaps him across the face and is like, do it, you pussy. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> this was not the show I was envisioning, but I like this show much more. <laughs> anyway, so we watched Fuller House today. Yes. yes. I know our conversation from earlier does not sound like it, but we did watch an episode of Fuller House. Uh, um, and um, <laughs> DJ and the girls are getting ready for a 70s cruise. Yeah. I'm sure this will not go wrong in any way. This episode has some very 70s elements to it. Yeah, I would I would like to before I forget, um I would like to read the title of an I of the one IMDb review that I could find on this episode. Just yeah. the title, not everything else. Uh this review is an 8 out of 10 uh with the title If I knew these people, I'm sure I would have loved this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Which is really like kind of how we thought about the episode because there are some uh, some guest stars there are some guest stars some cameos oh. some cameos later in the episode that uh most people would not know who they are i'm i'm glad this person yeah. was still stoked to see people show up yeah. yeah oh yeah i think it was like at the end it's like yeah i'm sure oh wait, hold on let me put up again that's so nice of him to say yeah it ends with episodes are always great when they have like, unexpected guest stars if you don't know who they are, who cares? I love seeing Joey, but not much about the people on the cruise. Nonetheless, this is still on on the the season's better episodes. <laughs> beautiful <Direct> quote. <laughs> beautiful review. Yeah. I think we should start telling people what this episode is about yes. rather yeah. than talking yeah. around it. Yes. That's, that's so true. That's true. they're getting ready for a 70s cruise. I'm well, sure this will not go wrong. Well, anyway. actually, you skipped over... So much because Steve and DJ come back from draw and sip. Right. Everyone's yes. favorite recreational yeah. date activity, drawing and sipping things, unspecified <laughs> things. That's like mm -hmm. the worst small business name I've ever heard. Yep. Like, I get the idea that it's a place where you paint and also drink alcohol, but like, <laughs> that's just a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> well, draw and binge was taken. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, they're all lovey-dovey. Oh Kimmy says, "How much did you sh did you sip?" Because we know DJ's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. she's a real lush. Um, but Stephanie's a little bitter because she hasn't seen very much of DJ in a while, mm. despite living in the same house and being together almost every episode. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, 
That's true. She's busy, I guess. She's she's running a business. She's she has a new boyfriend who was, I guess, her old boyfriend, but her new yeah. boyfriend. She has three children. As she says, she has three children. She's running a business. She has a new boyfriend. She's got a lot going on. I think I'm I'm with DJ here. That like Steph, you can't be away from DJ I don't for have like a time week. Time for you, Steph. That's a good <laughs> DJ impression. Thank you. I'm, uh, it's me. I'm DJ Fuller. DJ Fuller, a baby dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta believe in the heart of the cards. You get to hey, meet DJ hey, I'm, I'm from DJ. Full House. Other my DJs is like I'm just doing. I'm putting like maybe like forty percent effort into doing a New York accent. <laughs> That's what makes it and so that is, great. That is what DJ is now. All right, guys, all four listeners who know what Yu-Gi-Oh is. Glad you enjoyed Yu-Gi-Oh that. Yu-Gi-Oh was a big franchise. <laughs> Don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. How many people Welcome do you know? Welcome to the podcast where Mark tries to I'm defend saying, Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not saying people talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, but... That's true. That's true. <laughs> there's enough cultural consciousness. Anyway, Steph tells DJ that she's a bi girl. And despite the yeah. fact that DJ danced seductively with Kimmy Gibbler once at Club Euphoria. One time. That was does, one time. She does not mean that she's into both men and women, though that would be fine. DJ should live her life. She means that she's saying bye all the time. I really appreciated that they made a bye joke. That was, yeah. I was not expecting it. DJ's just like, hey, I have time for you. Bye. Very much a thing that exists. Very much a thing that people do, yes. This show is yeah. trying to be... You know how Seinfeld was always, like, observing little minutiae and giving oh, it yeah. terms? I don't think Bi Girl is going to become a part of the vernacular in the same way that, like, Shrinkage did. <laughs> no, it is definitely not. Anyway, now they all agree to have a girls' night out, which... Yeah. DJ says we'll probably end in a complex, unmotivated dance number. The show is becoming self-aware, guys. We have to kill it's it. It's becoming dangerous. Yeah. It's becoming self-aware. We have to kill it with our bionic limbs. Zach, we know oh, Harrison no. has a bionic arm. I have a bionic leg. What part of you is bionic? Ooh. You know, that's... <laughs> that's a really personal question. I'm it's sorry. It's a really personal I'm question. Sorry. Um. Let's let's just say uh, I'm gonna make some girl really happy one day. <laughs> oh. Moving on, <laughs> guys. Joey is here. <laughs> Joey's here. I hate myself for that joke. Zach, I love you for that joke. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It balances out. Joey is here. He's, <laughs> and this episode makes multiple references to how he's a very bad babysitter. Yes. Why is he back again? First of which, he says, your favorite babysitter is here. And Max goes, Becky? <laughs> no, Max. Becky is indisposed for reasons. She's in jail. <laughs> yep. But that doesn't matter because DJ, Kimmy, and Stephanie come out and they're dressed like it's the 70s. Ooh. I don't know if, listeners, you understood based on everything we were saying up at the top, but there are a lot of <laughs> 70s references and cameos in this episode. Yes, because they're going to a 70s night. So they're dressed like the Charlie's Angels. Because, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm sure that the target audience for Fuller House remembers the 70s very fondly that was that yeah. was the thing i just kept asking through this episode who is this for yeah <laughs> because i i think the show is for people who grew up on full house which aired 20 years after the 70s <laughs> i don't know if there's gonna be a lot of overlap between people who are excited to see like uncle joey show up and people who are gonna be like the six million dollar man I remember that. <laughs> Charlie's Angels, those are some well, good yeah, times. I'm going to refer back to the IMDb review. Uh, if I knew these people, I'm sure I would have loved this. Exactly. Exactly. But I, Joey's really psyched to see them in, in as the Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's really into it. Though Ramona walks in, sees them, and goes, Why? <laughs> It's a good it's, it's a very good response. We love Ramona. Yeah. 
And then they say, because we're Charlie's Angels, and she says, who? <laughs> Another good response. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ramona is very good, and we love her. They thank Joey for watching the boys. Fernando comes in. Always love to see that. Um, oh, and yes. he thanks. He, we always love it when he enters a scene. Uh, he thanks himself for watching Ramona. We could all learn a little something about self-esteem from Fernando. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think yeah. he has a lot to teach us as people, as a society. We live in a society. We do live in a society. And don't you wish that society was a little more like Fernando? Uh, yes, definitely. Well, then do I have the product for you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuller House on Netflix. Anyway, <laughs> I just I realized the way I phrased that sounded exactly like a sales pitch. Don't you wish your life was a little more like Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero? Well, oh I God. have the item for you. It's cologne, maybe. Or like maybe, maybe. a little hat to make you feel like Fernando. I went in a weirder direction. I thought you were going to say, like, here's Fernando's DNA. I attacked one Pablo Debache and stole his blood. Now you can have it. I, oh my God. I don't. If I, if I had Fernando's DNA, that's not the route I would take. I would find an uninhabited island. I'd yes. bioengineer a lot of Fernando's. Fernando Ooh, Park. Yes. Heck Ooh, yeah. Yes. The island of Dr. Fernandez. The island of Dr. Fernandez. Oh no, I'd open a theme park and nothing. And yeah. and I'd invite a bunch of scientists, Fernando experts to to look at, to get an early view of the park. The Fernandos are going to escape and they're going to kill everybody. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is that our spinoff? You were so preoccupied by if you could. <laughs> <laughs> the Fernandos, but they can't <laughs> They but all the Fernandos are female. How are they? <laughs> Life finds a way. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, spinoff. Yeah, spinoff for the episode. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, for sure. Fernando, Fernando Park. Park. Fernando yeah. Park. Anyway, what were we talking about? Fuller House. Yeah. So Fernando's going to be spending the night with Ramona, which is which he's so excited for, because he's about to go off racing for a few months. Yeah. Yes, he is a very famous race car driver. Why do we keep forgetting that he's a very famous race car driver? But here's the thing. Ramona has plans already. Aww. Yes, she has plans with, um, what is it? it is with Rocky, Rocky and, and Ashlyn, Ashlyn, who was the waitress in that one episode. Yep. Uh, can you tell it's been a while since we've recorded? Uh, but that just sounds like... A very fun trio. I want to see that. I want I want the show to be about them, if I'm yes. honest. Also, Ramona, quit being so selfish. He has a job where he could die. <laughs> That's true. That I was true. I was even thinking that about like, true. People he's, die. He's gonna be leaving for a while. You don't want to spend one night with your dad before he leaves you for a while, but you're also right. He's gonna leave for a while and he could fully die. Yes. <laughs> he could fully die, Ramona. Take yeah. the time that you have. <laughs> no, but I have to see this movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't care, Ramona. <laughs> what movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson is worth that? <laughs> Moana? Yeah, Moana. You know what? You bring up a good point. Mm, right, right. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm. <laughs> but uh, so she's, she cancels her plans, but she promises she will not have fun. To mm. which Fernando says, sounds like a father-daughter dinner to me. Yeah. Oh, Fernando is very sad. Yeah, he says that, but you know, like he has an accent. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Kimmy, before they set off, she sprays her hair with a lot of hairspray, but it sprays directly into Joey's face. And it's mm-hmm. very funny. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. It's hilarious. All that hairspray yep. is. It's so funny. Spray. Yeah. And then they get on the 70s cruise. And it turns out it's a 70s cruise because uh, it's all uh, these people in their 70s on a cruise. Oh, oh. I get it now. Like old people, not like the 1970s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Guy, I really liked your reactions. Can I try one? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Ooh. How did I do? Yeah. That was very good, Mark. Ah, I'm very proud of you. You're right. It's old people. People from the 70s. 
not people dressed like the 70s. Yes. Yeah. But for some reason, they decide to say, they are on a boat. Maybe yeah. that's why they, maybe that's why it's a cruise because they gave, they gave him an excuse to stay on. That's the true. Whole time. Yeah. You know, do you think like anybody, like the person who was taking their ticket or letting them onto the boat, do you think at any point they're like, hey, you guys are in full costume and are also in your 30s? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to, are you sure you want to get on this cruise? Yeah. yeah. Do you, you, you know, also, did they see anybody else who was getting on the cruise? This is a weird time for it to be <laughs> noticed. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's good. They decide to stay on. Maybe they are on a boat. And as I always say, there's no escape from a boat. I say that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's your catchphrase. But also, maybe maybe they just want to stay because like, they run into this lady who says to them, oh, you guys look so great. You don't look a day over 50. Mm-hmm. And and Stephanie says, I'm 36. And she goes, yeah, me too. Oof. Oh, Steph Oof. is a mess. Steph is a mess. <laughs> but also that did originally start as a compliment. So maybe they were like, hey, compliments. <laughs> yes, that's definitely it, why. Yes, I'm sure that's what it was, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Right? I know if somebody told me, hey, you look good for being 14 years older than you actually are, I'd be like, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, Mark, that's true. You look great. I mean, honestly, you don't look like you're a day over 40. Oh, thank you. Because I'm not. <laughs> that is that is true but uh i mean yeah yeah sure. same with me yeah Mark, of course sure. <laughs> totally yeah harrison's, a- harrison's actually 43 and has three kids at home <laughs> yeah harrison yes. what haven't you told us we've known you for a long time but it would not shock me if you have masterminded this entire ruse yes. <laughs> All those years in elementary school, I was raising three children. <laughs> three children of his own <laughs> while being a child himself. Yes. They're in college right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird Benjamin Button sort of thing where Harrison looks yes. a completely different age than what he is. <laughs> anyway, we cut back to the boys' bedroom where they are planning their revenge. On Joey. They're planning an attack. Operation Get Gladstone. It's very good. Max says we're we have to get back at Uncle Joey. And <laughs> J Money says yes. he's oh. not our uncle. He's just a man. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is just a guy. He's just a guy. He has no relation to him. Yeah. Just a guy. He's just a guy who shows up sometimes. And pranks these children. <laughs> yep. Which now that I say it out loud, that's that doesn't sound like a good thing. No, it's <laughs> not like, a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm just this guy that shows up and turns you purple. <laughs> I also I want to make note of the fact that apparently in the original Full House, they never refer to him as Uncle Joey. Yes. But still, like they're up. close enough and and they are family to the point where like we and everybody else and even Fuller House is like, well, he's Uncle Joey, of course. Yeah. But course. I like that Joey's such a little shit to them in this show <laughs> that Jay Money's like, that man is not my uncle. I do not care for that man. <laughs> I do not care for this man. I am older than the two of you. I have had to put up with this longer. He is Jay not Money family does not to care me. For Dave Coulier. <laughs> Jay Money does not care for his antics and tomfoolery. <laughs> He's uh, more mature than that. Yep. Anyway, they they have a brilliant plan, which is they release a balloon. Yes. Yes. Stay with That's me. A great idea. They release a balloon. Might I add a balloon <laughs> with a balloon with a very exact and specific flight path, which yeah. I don't know how they were able to do that. The balloon floats down the hallway. Down the the stairs, stairs. makes a sharp left turn. Or is it a right turn? No, I think it's a left left turn. A sharp left turn. Mark, you can't see it right now, but Mark's holding up like the two L's trying to figure out which one is which. Yeah, um, I write with my right hand. Okay. Um, It goes further down the hallway. This, This balloon has made a circle independent of any human manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. 
And for some reason, when Joey sees it, his first thought is, I gotta catch the balloon. Whereas if I was Ooh, on the challenge, balloon. I, my first thought would be, oh, a balloon. Uh, yeah. That's that nice. here? <laughs> I have to catch that balloon, not, where did that balloon come from? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps these kids who I prank constantly are trying to prank me. <laughs> um, he chases after the balloon but much to J Money and Max's disappointment he somehow doesn't trip the tripwire so they go to investigate and uh oh a net falls on them that's it? What? that's the prank? what was the big prank? <laughs> Joey and Annette? <laughs> you stupid idiot There's a, you're in a net now you fucking, you fucking loser you, you, you suck you're under a net now Get, Are they gonna like get ambush wrecked. him and throw paint get bombs pranked. at him? I don't you, know. Yeah. Fuck, you're not my real uncle. <laughs> yeah, was it put him in a net and then beat him with sticks? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a crime. It is a crime. I don't get how it's a prank. I don't get how it's revenge. It's just like, haha, you're in a net now. Okay. <laughs> prank over. And also, I might yeah. might I also add, it takes a while between when they test the tripwire and when the net falls. Yeah. So there's a very real chance that he just like walks through, trips the tripwire, and the net just falls behind him if he what, just keeps walking. What we're saying is that J Money, Max, and Tommy are bad at this. Yes. <laughs> They're very bad at this. They they are a bad. They are they are not good at this. Anyway, <laughs> after that stirring disappointment. Back to the boat. The boat. And who's here but Lindsay Wagner and Lee Majors, the bionic woman and the $6 million man, respectively. Yes. Which is a reference I'm sure the entire audience understands. Yep. So, you know, you guys all understand it, so we're just not going to explain it because this is common knowledge. Actually, Zach, I want you to explain it. Okay. So, (laughs) so, hear me out. So, we got... Uh, the bionic woman, of course. She's a wo- part woman, part robot. And She's the part six woman, million part dollar bionic. Man, he's the six million dollar man. He's really rich. So like, you know, that old wrestler, no, the million dollar man, no. he cloned himself six times. So he's just six guys standing in like a V formation. He's part man, part six million dollars. <laughs> yes. It's just six $1 million mans in one trench coat. So he's just a really tall guy. Yes. And, and he walks around and he goes, ah, <laughs> ah, I'm going to get you. Wait, Zach, did, did, did you not know that the $6 million man is like a bionic woman? Like, thing? He, he's also bionic. Bionic man. Like bionic woman was a spinoff. Yeah. Yes, Harrison. I, I, yes, Harrison. I understand the reference. I was just trying to do comedy. Oh, okay, okay. We just wanted to check. <laughs> we wanted to check. I, I know, I know, I know they're not all stacked up on top of each other in a trench coat. They actually walk behind each other, and it looks like one guy going really, really fast. Oh, okay, as That's long as you true. know. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, Zach, I do want to say you did comedy very well. I liked that a lot. Thank you. That Thank was you. great. Thank That's you. Fantastic. Thank you. I'll be here all week. He's Lee Majors is here. He's part man, part six million dollars. Yes. All robot. There's only one of him, though. He left the other five at home. Yep. (laughs) So we get our cameos that nobody in the audience recognized, sadly. (laughs) But guys, big twist. The lady from earlier, her diamonds are missing. Oh, Oh, no. no. She can't find her diamonds. And gang, looks like we've got a mystery on our hands. Oh, boy. To find that treasure. Gotta find the treasure. Let's split up. Like Zoinks, man. (laughs) I'm just gonna let Mark do an entire episode of Scooby-Doo on his own. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, those are all my (laughs) Scooby-Doo impressions. Harrison and I just leave the room and we just leave Mark to do 30 minutes of Scooby-Doo impressions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, the diamonds are missing, and Charlie's angels, or maybe Steve's angels, Steve calls them at one point and pretends to be Charlie. So maybe they're maybe they should be Steve's angels, I'm just saying. Fernando's so. angels. Fernando's angels are gonna solve the case. Yeah. By doing a montage. Yep. 
montage. Do a lot of 70s detective stuff. We should probably also mention that the $6 million man and the bionic woman are uh, detectives, but they don't want to solve the case because reasons. They're on vacation. They're on a cruise. This is not working time. Yeah. Also, they we should probably mention they were they were married and and uh, then but they, not they anymore. Died. And yep. now they don't blood. like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because uh, well, it's, well, it's because in the divorce settlement, the bionic woman uh took half his belongings. So three of the six million dollar men are now with her. <laughs> of course. Uh. Really, really, he really got screwed. I have to say. Yeah. I mean, six is a much more intimidating number than three. I mean, we're yeah. three guys, and we're not intimidating at all. The three million dollar man was the crappy spinoff, where it's a little kid. The three million dollar man was like a crappy oh, spinoff shucks. where they were like, where they were on a budget. It's a little kid who's in a horrible accident, and they rebuild him with bionic parts. <laughs> we have the technology, and we're really weird. We can make him stronger, faster than a child. <laughs> Does it like scale upwards? Like he's not really super. He's just like maybe a little better than most adults. Yeah, he definitely couldn't beat Tommy in a fight because Tommy's a very strong. Well, well, you know, he comes back to school the next day and they're playing tag at recess, and all of a sudden he's like the fastest kid in school. Mm-hmm. Zach, I think you should write this screenplay. Okay, yes. I'll, I'll write this screenplay. The three million dollar child, <laughs> the three million dollar boy. Yeah, yep. Robo Boy. Anyway. Fernando, for his very special dinner with his very special daughter, has prepared some very special food. Her favorite food. Dinosaur nuggies time. Dinosaur nuggies. Strawberry quick. Mac and cheese. Fernando, you have had dinner with your daughter since she was five. Yeah. You have, Fernando, you have had dinner with your daughter in the past... 10 years, right? This is like the ultimate cats in a cradle syndrome. (laughs) That is something about this scene and this plot that Fernando, you know, she's like, "Um, I'm 16. I don't really eat these anymore. And he's like, oh, I can make you new things. Just no, no, I'll eat it just as long as you don't feed them to me like an airplane. Yeah. And there's a very good moment where, while she's saying this in the background, Fernando grabs like a pilot's hat and puts it on. And when she finishes talking, he just throws it away. And it's very yeah. good. He very sadly puts it down. Um, Fernando has this whole thing about like, you're growing up so fast. And I just, I feel like I'm missing out on so much. And it's like, Fernando, she's been growing up fast for 10 years. If yeah. you've missed out on that, that's on you. <laughs> If after 10 years you're like, I don't know, she still likes dinosaur nuggets. Of course, I think anybody. Dinosaur nuggets are timeless. Everyone loves dinosaur nuggets. They're timeless. I think that's really the weakness of most other foods is that they are not shaped like dinosaurs. I have had strawberry milk recently, and I can confirm that it is way worse than I imagined it to be. (laughs) It's really not good. (laughs) This may be an unpopular opinion here. I never thought it looked appetizing. I was never a straw. I don't think I've maybe once in my life I've had strawberry milk. Like it was, it, I oh, wasn't, I, I wasn't a strawberry. Time. Yeah. I had it all the time. That's why it surprised me when I had it recently. I was like, wow, this is not great. <laughs> I remember I saw like the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this abomination? Strawberry milk. <laughs> okay. I didn't yeah. have that much immediate hatred for it. I just mm-hmm. sort of wasn't interested. I, I, I'm curious as to why abomination was the thing that came to mind i don't know it just it just did not look appealing but um so ramona tries to humor him fernando wants to watch his favorite telenovela with her later fat susanna yes fat susanna which sounds like a much more interesting show about a supermodel who loves cheese more than her husband so she Divorces her husband, gains 200 pounds, and uh, lives her Fights life. Crime. Fights Does crime. Fights crime, I assume. That's Does the tango. Learns to tango, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She fights crime with the tango. Ramona is like, yes. actually, I'd rather hang out with my friends, which, like, why? 
Why yeah, wouldn't you want to want? Yeah, right. Fat Susanna sounds awesome. Fat Susanna sounds like America's next favorite show. I'm just yeah. gonna say. Is that what we're gonna do once we're done with Fuller House? We're gonna make a Fat Susanna podcast. Yes. Look, they took Ugly Betty and adapted it for American audiences. That was a while ago. But you know, they took the Masked Singer and adapted it for American audiences. I think we're due for an American Fat Susanna or just start airing Fat Susanna in the States. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got subtitles. People watch anime with subtitles. Yeah, exactly. like money heist. Fat Susanna is my favorite anime. Sorry, sorry, Harrison, you were making a real point and I said Fat Susanna was my favorite anime. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just trying to imagine what an anime intro for Fat Susanna would be. I'm ashamed I talked over you saying that. Um, Only on the Fuller's House podcast can you have the combination of someone making a legit point that's actually like well thought out and then someone else at the same time going, that's Susanna, it's my favorite anime. Well, it is. <laughs> the kind of shit you can only see on this podcast. Well, you know, recently the best anime of all time uh, was tarnished by the real life legacy of something that happened so uh now fat susanna is definitely the best anime in the world. best anime most influential of course, yeah. critics love it anyway fernando begrudgingly accepts he under- he understands his daughter is a real live independent person and he lets her go see her friends even though he is very sad and it mm. is very sad and then it gets more sad because he drinks the strawberry quick and makes this horrible face because it's very bad <laughs> but it was very funny. I liked that as a button to the scene. Yes, it was very good. Tyler brought up a good point, which is that this yeah. the B this B plot about uh, Fernando and Ramona almost directly contradicts the A plot, and that the B plot is about wow nostalgia is bad, and then the A plot is saying no, actually the seventies were awesome, and we should talk about it all the time. <laughs> Actually, I mean, in the end, Ramona comes back to spend the night with Fernando. That is true. You're right. Yeah. So I think this episode, much like the show, is saying nostalgia is very good, actually. Remember Full House. Though, I will say. (laughs) um, Remember Full House. Yes. I will say. Subliminal messaging. Ramona's like, I'm my own person, but I also would like to spend time with you. And in the end, they're like, I guess we enjoyed the 70s cruise, even though it was sort of lame. So I think it ends up on both sides a little bit. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this is an episode about nostalgia. And the A plot and the B plot weave together in this weird way. Yeah. It is true. What if that was intentional? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. Mm, it's yeah. always it's always fun when you can read a theme into these episodes. Yeah. 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 This this is about nostalgia and also it's about Prank and Joey. Mm-hmm. Prank and Joey. Speaking of Prank and Joey. Yep. Are we uh is there more A plot to deal with first? Uh I think they do go to we go back to the cruise, but I think that's like kind of when the montage is happening, so we already oh, kind of talked montage. about that. Montage, and yeah. so now the boys are trying once again to prank Joey. Well, yeah, because guys, Tommy is crying like a lot. This baby, yes, it's a crying baby upstairs. But also, Joey just made a big sandwich. He oh, that is true. He's like oh, crying baby, but I want my sandwich. Which, by the way. Sandwiches weren't like a thing with Joey in the original show. I thought you were going to say that sandwiches weren't a thing in the original show. Sandwiches just weren't a thing in the 90s. (laughs) Nobody liked sandwiches in the 90s. Yeah. No. no. Now we got Steve, we got Joey. They all love their sandwiches. It's weird. It's a very recent invention. Well, well, no, that's, that's the thing. It's like if this scene was like Steve had made this giant sandwich... And heard a baby crying and then was torn like, oh, should I eat the sandwich? Should I take care of the baby? That I would understand. That might be a funny in-character joke. Here it's just yeah. like, I don't know, Joey's goofy, so he wants to eat the sandwich. sandwich. And also, you're absolutely right. Nobody ate sandwiches in the 90s. They were not invented until the year 2003. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, eventually Joey decides he's going to go upstairs and check on the baby like a responsible babysitter. 
and then he's cornered and uh, dramatic music starts playing as everyone puts on their goggles all uh, all sinister like and they throw glitter onto him. They throw like paint dust. Yeah, yeah. it's like a it's like a dust. I do but want we're forgetting to the most s- important part. Yes, that it is not just any dramatic music. It's sunrise, sunset, as, Hitler on the roof. As sung, oh, right. by, yes. for, as sung, as sung by, by Fernando. As sung by Juan Pablo de Pache himself. Who, who is very good and sings the song very well. Yeah, yes, he's but very it's good. Just like, I was so expecting like standoff music from a Western. Uh-huh. And instead we just get, Is this the little girl I carried? Is this the little boy at play? Just completely against the mood of the scene. <laughs> By the way, musical bits. Musical bits? Musical bits. Weird that this is the second time Fiddler has come up on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. And both, I feel like, what, both times? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, you know, Fernando, once again, is embracing his Jewish roots. He's embracing his Jewish roots. As established earlier in the series. Yep. As this paint throwing at joey the final prank the successful prank ends and joey lies there presumably dead presumably dead we go back to fernando with the guitar singing sunrise sunset ramona walks in he says to her i used to sing this for you as a baby and she says i know i thought i was jewish until i was nine which to be fair she kind of is. She's, She's part, part Jewish. Jewish. She is part she Jewish. She got a heritage. And yeah. and we'd be happy to have her. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to the tribe, Ramona. Shalom. Welcome to the tribe. <laughs> Do you think they like celebrated Hanukkah and Passover and stuff with her? Like it that nine is a <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time to go to church and keep saying, Yeah, I'm Jewish. Who's this yeah, I'm Jewish. Who's this Jesus guy? <laughs> If we're, if we're so Jewish, <laughs> what are we doing in a church? Getting baptized? <laughs> I'm just imagining Ramona didn't understand that she wasn't Jewish until the day of her baptism. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, you're telling me I'm not Jewish? <laughs> they aren't you Wait baptized a as a baby? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to bring no. up... Oh, I don't know. I'm Jewish. I don't understand. Wait a minute. This isn't a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. <laughs> He's like, what am I doing at church? I thought I had my bat mitzvah today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to read from the Torah. I would have loved if she fully got to have a bat mitzvah. And then afterwards, Fernando and Kimmy were just like, by the way. <laughs> Congratulations. Not now you're an adult actually, in the Jew- according to the Jewish you're religion. You're now an adult by the way. In, the, in the eyes of God. But you're not <laughs> actually Jewish. <laughs> anyway, have fun. Bye. Shalom. <laughs> Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Hag Samea. Uh, anyway, uh, bu- 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 Fernando sings Sunrise Sunset, but Ramona has come back. Uh, she changed her mind. She says, I can spend time with my friends anytime, but tonight I want to spend time with my dad. Um, which is Aww. nice. And yeah. also... She says, also, the movie was terrible. How many times can you watch The Rock stop a tornado? To which Fernando answers the question with six. I, I could do way more than six, honestly. Like yeah. 16 yeah. I mean, seven. Look, if The Rock is wearing a white shirt and khakis, you know it's going to be a good time. Well he, well, he was wearing a black shirt and jeans in this movie, so it was terrible. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. It's all about the wardrobe. Remember when he was in that movie Skyscraper and also Rampage and you could not tell the difference from the photos? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, um, they sit down to watch Fat Susanna. Fernando says Fat Susanna was about to marry a ghost. Which, again, this show sounds awesome. Best show ever. Why, why would Ramona ever want to watch anything else? Yeah, that's great. Yep, they think Joey is dead. But instead, he gets up and commends their prank. They finally got him. He tells him, eh, I'll clean up. You hit the showers. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah, I was immediately suspicious. I was like, hmm. I wonder if he's going to turn the boys orange. 
I wonder if he is. You're... <laughs> I I don't. You know what? I don't think he's going to turn them orange. Yeah, I, I have oh, a I feeling see. it's something else. It's uh, it's a it's... different sort of. Oh thing oh oh, green. He's gonna turn them green. Right. Yep. Yeah, I'm feeling this is a green episode. Yeah, this it's a, a it's a green kind of thing. Anyway, we go back to the cruise. Stephanie comes up to DJ. They're, they've been very unsuccessful in finding any clues. Stephanie comes up to DJ and tells her, there was a guy who thought I spent the night with him in Vegas, but I'm pretty sure he was wrong. Steph is a mess. Steph is a mess. But we do have a lead, a break in the case, courtesy dun, of dun, one dun. Kimothy Gibbler. Kimothy Gibbler. She's found out that there's someone on this boat that did time for grand larceny, and that someone is James. Dun, 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 dun. And not only that, but James is the name of Lee Major's character. I don't think yeah, we I, said I was that gonna say, I don't think we mentioned that. <laughs> I was setting up that joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I read my notes and I was like, do I, do I say Lee Majors or do I say James? And I elected to say James. So they see him. And just now he is going for Millie, who is Lindsay Wagner's character's name, her necklace. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. And again, in case we didn't mention the actors' names enough, that is the six million dollar man and the bionic woman, respectively. Okay, do we got it? Yeah. We have it, everybody. Oh, we good. We so, it. so, so wait, hold on. So it's the bionic man and the six million dollar woman. Yeah. In a way. Cool. They they do have still have robotic parts. Yep. Mm. So they go to apprehend him, but just at this moment, everybody starts dancing. <laughs> oh no, what horrible timing. And as you know, a populated dance floor is impenetrable. Especially <laughs> when there's space outside of the dance floor where people can walk freely. Yep. But this is far too much for our angels. So instead, DJ climbs up a ladder, grabs a life preserver, and and ring tosses it over onto Lee Major's thus restraining him. Yeah, which felt very 70s. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they did it. They used slow-mo and everything. That was that was the most 70s touch. They used, me. like, all these bionic-looking uh, sound effects. That's the word I meant to say. <laughs> yes. Very nice. I'm helping. <laughs> um, I, I will say, when they first showed up, or no, when, when the one woman first said, I, my diamonds are missing. I did say, is it going to be Lee Majors because he's the most famous one? What is this, Columbo? <laughs> an episode of Columbo? Right. It is like an episode mm-hmm. of Columbo. Or is it? Because then there's a big twist, which is yeah. he's not a thief. He was just trying to fix the clasp on her necklace. Because she asked him to. Whoa. And DJ's like, but you guys hate each other. And they say, well, we do until we get a few drinks into us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You've been to draw and sip. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good callback, Mark. That's a very good callback. Thank you. I see some sippers in here. I bet uh, draw and sip has been around for decades and that was actually their first date. (laughs) Mm. Aw, that's nice. But they say, oh, but we we were trying to help... Irma, who's the the original character, these characters all have names. We were yeah, trying to help yes. her find her diamonds. And she said, oh, I found the diamonds ages ago. This is Herschel and Marilyn Diamond. They were downstairs yeah. with the ghoul, with the golds and the silvers. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> you get it? They're people and they're Jewish, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> if Herschel and Marilyn Diamond are not Jewish, I will be very surprised. I, I, I'm, I'm very glad that you uh, clarified that they are, in fact, Jewish. All old people are Jewish and have names with rare metals in them, like gold and silver and diamond. All of them. That's just a fact about old people. I just, I'd be very surprised if all those characters were not meant to be Jewish. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely oh, Jewish. yeah. They definitely yeah, are. Seriously. I almost are. said gold <laughs> instead of gold. Gold. <laughs> anyway, they go like, oh, I bet, I guess this night was a bust. And they say, 
maybe not because they look over and James and Millie are just they're like they're they've got their arms around each other they're they're together again that's nice it is nice or maybe as they said previously once they sober up they're gonna hate each other again oh no that's possible. It is possible. He says, oh, we always hate each other until we get a few drinks into each other. So um, I took that implication to mean that this would not last, but the, no. they try to have a sweet moment. I mean, I guess this has been happening for a long time, so maybe they don't actually hate each other. They just think they do. That's maybe. true. I don't know. But yeah, they, uh, they come back home after a long night on the cruise. Also because James maybe possibly had heart palpitations. Yep. Maybe. Maybe for real, maybe for fake. Yes. Mm. It's never quite explained. But I mean, I'm sure that even if he has heart palpitations, there's like five others. So I'm sure, you know, it'll be it'll be fine. But anyway, she they come back into the house and Joey is reading a book to Tommy. And everything seems great. Until J Money and Max run down, and they're purple. See what I did there? It was an oh obvious misdirect. God. They're not green, you fucking idiots. They're purple. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. What a what a misdirect. I just it, what a misdirect. When you said it, I thought, why? <laughs> <laughs> but now I've seen it to the end, and I thought, and I'm like, why? <laughs> because it's funny, Mark. I'm they. You, you gotta be careful with me. I, I do all these fun little misdirects. You never know where I'm gonna what I'm gonna do next. You You're never know. So unexpected. I'm I'm so unexpected. I'm I'm like I'm like I'm I'm like I'm like a guy who does really unexpected things. You're a real rogue, real rogue I'm, element. You're a I'm cop going rogue. Play by the rules. You're real Joey Gladstone pranking pranking these children. Oh, unexpectedly yeah, for sure. um but yeah dj they come out they're purple uh they're they're pissed as hell and dj goes oh yeah dj goes joey and <sighs> i just i just wanted like the end of the looney tunes for it to like zero in on jo- joey <laughs> that music <laughs> starts like playing like, mm. yeah just this little <laughs> me um shrug love Uh-oh. it oh <laughs> Um, but yeah, Joey leaves and the episode ends. I don't have any other notes besides Joey. Yeah, and well, yeah. he leaves and the DJ's like, you know, I love Joey and all, but he's really bad at ba- at this. And by this, I mean babysitting. And that's the episode, yep. which means it's time for our favorite segment, Sad Boy of the Week. I nominate Fernando. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good nomination. The only other character I could think of... And it's just sort of a handful of lines with Stephanie. Mm. Uh, yeah, that could work. Just between being very hurt that DJ doesn't have time for her anymore, even though DJ yeah. is very busy. Yeah. On the boat, being mistaken for a 50-year-old, and when she goes, I'm 36, she is not believed. There's also a bunch of lines about alcoholism yep. and uh, possibly yeah. spending a week with a guy yep. on the cruise in Vegas. And not remembering. We just have yeah. some very classic Steph is a mess stuff going yes. on. Is that yeah. is that the case for Steph? I think that's the case for yeah, Steph. I think so. And then Fernando. Yeah. Fernando congratulates himself for babysitting his own daughter. Um, <laughs> oh God, would you put it that way? Yep. Uh, forces her to stay in with him when she wants to. Or his own daughter who doesn't want to spend the night with him. Who is 16 years old, by 16 the way, year old need a babysitter. Yep, 16 years old does not need a babysitter. Well, to be fair, Jamie also does not need a babysitter in I know, that case. I know, like a part of me, <laughs> when Joey showed up, I was like, why isn't J-Money babysitting Max and Tommy? And then I was also like, oh, DJ is right to not trust J-Money to supervise <laughs> that is, anybody. That, you know what? That's also fair. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, I mean, like, Ramona is fully, I guess he's not really babysitting Ramona. He just wants to spend the night with her. But like Ramona is fully going out on her own to see a movie. She doesn't need a babysitter. But um, yeah, Fernando apparently has not been paying attention for the past 10 years because he makes her the food of a child, a child's food. Um, He's gotten props and costumes and everything. But he does not get to wear them. He is thwarted, which I thought was pretty sad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, when he starts putting on the cap that she says oh, yeah. she mentions, and then he it and throws it, it away off, sca- off camera. Yep. yep. He his daughter leaves him, and so in in his sadness, he drinks some strawberry quick, and immediately and realizes like strawberry quick. <laughs> to yep. regret it. Yeah, immediately regrets it. And in the end, uh, he sings a very heartfelt rendition of Sunrise Sunset out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so hurt by his daughter that he bursts into song. Uh, he all, it's also brought up that uh, through his actions, Ramona falsely believed that she was full Jewish yep. for uh, most of her life. Full yes. Jewish instead of like a 16th Jewish or something. Even though he didn't know he was a 16th Jewish until she told him. Yeah. Fernando just really likes Fiddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fernando's just really interested by the Jewish culture. Maybe he, it's in his blood. He just somehow it was always there. Yep. Well, yeah, you know, the Argentinians and the Jews have a very spiritual connection. Yep. Uh, and in the end, he decides to watch Fat Susanna marry a ghost, which isn't sad, but that's awesome but like yeah. i don't know that's just everything he does in the episode yeah i i mean i think i'm voting for fernando this time i'm gonna vote for fernando as I well mean, he he does have some like non-sad boy moments but he does have like the greatest sad boy moments in this episode. yeah yeah he's he's the saddest and also the most entertaining in this episode oh yeah he's great yeah yeah um it's pretty clear cut yeah, case. Pretty yeah. fairly fairly anticlimactic yeah. sad boy of the week. But yep. guys, before we end this episode, we actually have a very big announcement to make because uh the day after the release of this episode, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day of release, is the one year anniversary of the podcast. We released our first episode a year ago to the day. And to celebrate, we have brought on a very, very special guest. Yes, we reached out to a bunch of people involved in the show, and we have the pleasure, uh, we had the pleasure of talking with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Michael Campion, uh, who plays J-Money. Yeah, we we got J-Money on the show. We somehow managed to convince J-Money to be on the show, yeah. Uh, we are so psyched um, and honored that we were able to talk to him. And we think the interview turned out really well, and we are so excited for you to listen to it. So please tune in tomorrow, or if you're not listening to this in real time, tune in in general to listen to that interview. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Michael's a really nice guy. Uh, He gave us a lot of cool facts about the show Mm -hmm. and uh, how we got involved with it. A lot of inside looks, really great. Yeah, it was really great for us. Uh, We were just like super thankful for Michael. Uh, We were... Honestly, it's great that we were able to get anybody on our yep. podcast. Uh, and yeah, we hope you guys will tune in tomorrow to watch our conversation with Michael Campion. And uh, with that being said, Harrison, why don't you take us home? Anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening to a whole year of this of this podcast. If you want to find more of us, you can go to Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, this has been great. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, tomorrow, may your houses be fuller and your sunrise sunset. <laughs>